Welcome to another of the Kootenai Podcast specials, 10 Minutes With, the project that Jonathan Strawn and I started back in March. We did foolishly a hundred of these in a row and even more foolishly decided that wasn't enough. But I'm glad we're back because my guest today is newly minted Nebula Award-winning writer A.T. Greenblatt. And first of all, congratulations on one of the first online, I guess, Nebulas. Thank you so much. And thanks for having me. It's, it's delightful to have you here. Uh, as, as you know, what we're doing with, uh, with all these people and that we've had on this is just asking uh, three questions. What are you reading? What do you think about it? And what have you got out? I know you've got a new story out, which I do want to talk about. But in the lockdown, which is now way longer than I think any of us thought it was going to be, how is your reading holding up? Actually, my reading has been surprisingly um, intact and probably has ramped up a little bit. Um, I think partially because reading for me has always been an escape from real life. So it's doing exactly what it's supposed to right now. And um, I've been doing this thing. I discovered it, uh, I guess, back in January. Um, Well, rather, rediscovered it. audiobooks, which I can download straight from my library. So I've been uh-huh. listening to audiobooks and then reading a, a paperback book or something on my e-reader, and I've been going through so many books. It's been delightful. What kind of books do you like to go through? And are there books you prefer as audiobooks and others you prefer as uh, word-by-word books? Um, so I am an eclectic reader. Um one of my favorite things to do as a kid, and it turns out as an adult as well, is to pick things at random uh-huh. library. So um, I've been doing that with audiobooks, and I've listened to a lot of um, things I don't think I would have, like um, romance novels and mystery novels and memoirs, and it's been all over the place. Um, but I really enjoy listening to memoirs over audiobooks, and um, if there's a really good narrator for um, some of the mystery books, I enjoy that a lot, too. What kind of memoirs? Um, I, so this year, I have listened to Educated, I think, along with the rest of the world. I also never uh, read uh, I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, so I listened to both of them. And they're both narrated by the uh, author, which I always think is fascinating. And um, I randomly picked up the biography of the Beastie Boys, which <laughs> I have no interest in. I was never much of a fan of the Beastie Boys. I <laughs> never knew much about them. But it was, a, it was a really fun listen just to hear them talk about um, their love of music and how they ch- change from these kind of um, teenage boys who are, you know, they, they describe themselves as jackasses too. Yeah. Or to more um, thoughtful human beings as they got older. Um, yeah, so that was fun. I've had, yeah, what, what, do you have any particular favorite kind of mysteries? I mean, are you somebody that goes after the Jessica Fletcher kind of cozy uh, uh, English style mysteries or? Or like, uh, well, Liz Hand, we talked to on one of those, and she's writing very, I guess her novels aren't really mysteries, but they're really dark and noirish. 
do you tend towards Scandinavia or do you tend toward the English village? I'm still trying to figure out which ones I prefer, actually. It's a, oh. it's a newer um, genre for me. Uh, so I've, I guess this is a lighter mystery. It was called Tuesday Mooney Talks to Ghosts. Okay, I don't know that. Um, I, don't, I don't know if it actually qualifies itself as a mystery, but um, that was that was a delightful audiobook. Though I, I'm told I missed certain Easter eggs ah. in the book that you can only get from print. Um, interesting. I hadn't thought about that, but that could happen with an audiobook. Yeah, yeah. there's definitely some um, downsides <laughs> to audiobooks. Um, but I also, I think, like, some books don't translate well. Like, um, I think some of the hard science fiction books I tried, and they were very difficult to listen to. Just because they're boring or because because they're boring when you hear them read? or um... No, because I think they require certain attention to um, sentences and, struck, like, terminology and... Um, if you if you if you're unsure about something you read, you can always go back and read right. it. Yeah. That. No, I know exactly what you're talking about because I I do the same thing myself when I'm um, even when I'm reading a book uh, on uh, like on a Kindle uh, or, or reading electronically, it's much more difficult to flip back a couple of pages to check on a term than it is right. in a physical book. And with an audio book, I guess you just really can't flip back a couple of pages at all. Yeah, yeah, so that makes it, um, I discovered some books are not great to listen to, um, and some books really are. Uh, mm -hmm. Well, on the other hand, you've got a book like Maya Angelou, who has, I mean, when you're reading the book, you hear her speaking voice, so hearing her read the book is like getting two for one, really, she's got such a terrific voice. Yeah, and that was a fantastic listen. Um, yeah, just as you said, that you... You get to hear her story from her, which mm -hmm. was fantastic. And um, that one had some singing in it as well. So she she was singing at points, and um, yeah, it was it was just a great great listen. Yeah, you can find some of her musical performances on YouTube. I mean, she was a calypso queen of some sort for, uh, back at the beginning of her career. Um, I did not so know that. It's, it's worth good. just just look up YouTube videos of Maya Angelou singing and some spectacular stuff will show up. I guarantee you. All right. Good to know. Do you have anything you recommend for people to, who are stressed out? Uh, what you think would be a good thing to kind of relax and uh, and I don't know, de-stress during a time like this? Um, well, because I'm still reading almost everything except for pandemic fiction. Well, okay, you're avoiding it. Some people are going right to it. Right. Um, that's the only one I can't seem to read. But um, I just finished rereading or reading um, the Murderbot. Oh, yeah, sure. Novellas and then finishing up with the new novel Network series. By um, I'm sorry, Network Effect by Martha yeah. Wells. Um, and that was a delightful read and kind of what I what I needed that right. week. Um, the other thing I would recommend, even though I haven't tried it yet myself, is I'm 
uh, I have a series of uh, graphic novels that I want to reread slash catch up on the uh, latest series. Latest, I'm sorry, latest issues. Yeah. Because um, I, I think that would be a great pandemic read. Just any, any, anything in particular? I've talked to a couple of people who are going back and just starting over at the beginning with Sandman all over again. Yeah, I actually um, had never read Sandman, and I started reading the first couple ones, and that's something I want to finish. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have uh, some issues of Monstrous that I have not um, read, but I want to go back and read the first few first. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm excited for that one because I think the combination of um, just a beautiful art and the storytelling where it's, it's a totally different world, so the stresses of that world right. <laughs> won't stress you out. Well, let's get to the, uh, the, the last thing we talk about, uh, which is, as I said, um, what you, I, I know you've got a new story on Clark's World, so you want to tell... Tell us about that and about what else that we might be looking forward to in the next weeks or months. Sure. Um, so I, the story that came out in Clark's World is called One Time a Reluctant Traveler. Mm-hmm. And it was actually, I wrote that during the pandemic. So I was very excited. Oh, like well, I still like. It's going to be one of the first stories to appear in print that's been written since the lockdown began then. Yes. Yeah. For me, at least. Um, so that was that was. Very exciting and validating. Um, I also have a novelette in Uncanny um, that came out in June called Burn or the Episodic Life of Sam Wells as a Super, <laughs> which I, oh. I can't believe my uh, editors let me get away with that title. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I have two more stories coming out at some point in Lightspeed and Asimov's. Wow. Which I'm very excited about because I've never had a story there. Is that your first uh, print uh, print only publication? Yeah. It's not print only, I know, but you know, historically a print publication. Yeah. So that was my fir- my first time um, being published in a print. Great. Magazine. We'll look forward to those. I did notice that both uh, uh, your your new story in Clark's World and the story for which you won and deserved the Nebula Award, both involved really difficult long walks. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a theme that I always tend to go back to. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm someone who walks a lot also. So. I, I, that's what I was thinking. You must be a walker. <laughs> you must be somebody who, who has walked some difficult uphill paths. Yep. Yeah. Um, I, I, I like exercise a lot. It's one of the things that helps me get through any, any sort of stress. Um, and I've, I've been doing it ever since childhood, but my, my father is a distance runner. Ah. And um, walking doesn't count as exercise. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, I can understand that. <laughs> yeah, but, um, but yeah, it's, I, I still find it very rewarding to go on a long walk. Yeah. Um, well, thank you very much for joining us. We've just slightly gone over our 10 minutes, but we always do on these things. Uh, once again, this has been uh, 10 minutes with uh, 
A.T. Green. But I said, okay, I call you Elisa because I, I noticed on your website that you would have used that name had it not been more or less taken. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Either A.T. or Elisa, I'm okay with either. Okay, well, thank you for joining us. And once again, uh, this has been the Cood Street Podcast. Uh, and once again, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It was fun.